This is Main Event Radio. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is scheduled for one fall and is your main event of the evening. Good morning, wrestling fans. Ryan Ryder, Steve Rockamaniac, Premier Combat Sports Radio Source, Main Event Radio, at Main Event Radio on Twitter, CJLO 1690 AM in Montreal, across Canada, Bell 5 TV, Channel 950, and around the world, MainEventRadio.com. Lots of... uh, Big rumors swirling about uh, Sting potentially coming back to the ring. Can Sting versus Undertaker work in 2020? We will discuss that as the show goes on today. Steve, how are you this uh, freezing Sunday morning in Montreal? Hey now, everybody. Indeed, uh, you know, another busy week here. And, uh, you know, not just that, but the XFL uh, kickoff yesterday and uh, a lot of things coming out of the Royal Rumble as we head down the, the road to WrestleMania. So uh, looking forward to another action-packed show here. So the the word this week that Sting is, has been medically cleared to return to the ring if, if, if he chooses to or if the company chooses to. Sting versus Undertaker, of course. Undertaker being the phenom. The Lord of Darkness, the guy that represented WWE in the 90s, and Sting being the the face of of WCW, this being a dream match about 20 years ago. If you would have asked me in 2004 uh, that the talk of Sting versus Undertaker taking place in 2020 would still be going on, I I certainly would not have believed it. But here we are. It is a possibility for WrestleMania 36 in April of 2020. Can Sting versus Undertaker work? In today's day and time, with uh, Sting being sixty-one and Undertaker being fifty-something, it's really crazy, unbelievable. But well, it, couldn't work. I mean, if it happens, uh, whether it be at WrestleMania, whether it be in Saudi Arabia, you know, where, where you know, wherever it may happen, if it happens, I, I was wondering earlier this week why this was somewhat of a piece of news. I mean, uh, in many ways, uh, Sting has been talking about this for a while now, more specifically, uh, you know, over the last year or so, he's been a little bit more intense on it saying like, Hey, I'm able to do at least one more match. Like he's been saying this in public for a while now. And I mean, even dating back to the quote unquote, you know, injury with in on the buckle bomb and with, uh, Seth Rollins, I'll never forgive him for that <laughs> shortly, shortly thereafter. I mean, it came out that Sting could have, you know, done a few more matches mm-hmm. that Sting could have came back, uh, you know, if he really wanted to. And obviously, as we've seen with the likes of, um, you know, Edge and, uh, Sheamus and, uh, you know, others who have had similar injuries, uh, they've, uh, you know, found a way to, uh, you know, rehab and, and come back and continue to get in the ring. And, uh, same thing here. I mean, Sting, Shortly thereafter, it was like, okay, well, Sting could easily come back right now if he wants to, but he chose not to. Like, you know, he knew that 
I'm getting on in my career and, and, you know, I don't think there's anything more worth risking my, my health and my, my safety for, but at the same time, I mean, look, look back at WrestleMania's from a few years ago and, you know, the, the flight back after the show, you see Sting, you know, talking with the Undertaker, like, Hey, can we do this next year? And so, you know, it's, it's been something that that's been talked a lot about. Uh, obviously you're not going to expect, you know, the Undertaker Shawn Michaels matchup that we got at WrestleMania 25. Uh, you're not going to expect some, some sort of, uh, four or five star teardown. Uh, but, uh, the, just for the nostalgia factor, just for the excitement factor, I mean, it's going to work uh, if they do it. And obviously, Saudi Arabia will be clamoring to try to get this. And well, from what I hear, it, the, the the talk was originally to have it happen in Saudi Arabia, but instead they decided to bring Goldberg for that show. And if it does happen, Undertaker versus Sting, it would be for WrestleMania. We'll see. I mean, he can make more in Saudi Arabia, obviously, if he's going to do it. Um, and and you know whether or not they do it at, at WrestleMania or not. Obviously, the WrestleMania is the better choice. When it comes to having an Undertaker match, definitely. Uh, at the same time, maybe because the expectations uh, won't be as high, they decide to put it on, you know, the quote unquote glorified house show. I think that's almost. I, I'm hearing better. WrestleMania. I'm hearing if it happens, it's going to be WrestleMania 36. I'm not saying otherwise. I'm saying yeah. that uh, you know, it, it, it obviously, if it's an Undertaker match, that's where it should be. But I can also see him making more money in Saudi Arabia. I can also see them uh, re realizing the fact that since that is a glorified house show, that would be the better place for it because it's not going to live up to what people will hope it'll live up to at WrestleMania. Is it too late? Yes. Yes. It would have I been mean, so much better if they did this like 10 years ago. Yeah. Know? I mean, every you know, made it 26 instead of 36. I mean, we could probably go down the list of, of wrestlers who, who were big in the 80s and 90s. And, and, you know, look at some of their quote-unquote, you know, last matches. Look at Hogan and, and Rock. Hogan yeah. and Rock. Like, we, we didn't expect that to be the spectacle that it was at WrestleMania 18. But it also wasn't Hogan's last stand. Mm -hmm. So, he's you know, he, <laughs> he's come back numerous times since then. You know, it, it's like when you look at some of the final matches for some guys, you know, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, they they were past the, their, their time. And, I mean... It, it's kind of the same thing for for Sting. I'm sure it's going to be a good match. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm still looking forward to it because it's it's Undertaker and Sting. Because I'll pop for nostalgia. Uh, but uh, it, it, obviously, the in ring quality product. It's going to be you know. You have to set your expectations accordingly, I think. Yeah, but this is not just like some appearance on an independent show by Tito Santana or Nikolai Volkov. Well, no, I'm not talking this about is, that either. This is a either. WrestleMania co-headliner between Sting and Undertaker. I, that we're okay, talking but about. like Kurt Angle, like I watched his uh, his uh, his, his special and some interviews Corbin, recently. Yeah, like I, you know, I watched some of his interviews about it recently, and it was kind of like he he was talking about how like listen, I couldn't even go anymore, man. Like mm -hmm. I could I could barely have any strength, and I couldn't do it, and like. I wasn't even going to get in the ring and, and, you know, even though I wanted to, I wasn't going to ultimately. And like, if you go back and listen to that, you kind of see how, how Kurt Angle realized like, yeah, this is it. Like I shouldn't even be in the ring right now. I, I, I'm barely able to do what I want to do. Yeah. So, you know, it's the same thing for staying in this situation. I mean, can he do one more match? Yes. Kurt Angle could do one more match too, but it's uh Kurt Angle's like, well, I'm not going to live up to the Kurt Angle that I want to be. And and so therefore it's not going to be you know a good idea to do so, and uh, you know so it's the same thing for Sting I think I mean Sting and 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 Kurt Angle for many for 
you know, all intents and purposes, really put in their final uh, last hurrahs of quality and impact in TNA at the time. Uh, you know, the, the, the WrestleMania matches thing had, you know, was obviously, you know, nothing uh, to, to, to write home about, uh, you know, to, to freak out about besides the nostalgia factor that Sting was at WrestleMania. Uh, you know, it was fun for the NWO and DX to fight against each other, uh, it, but it, it wasn't necessarily a barn burner. Uh, far from it. So uh, it's the same situation here. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be a barn burner. Well, for me, it's all about the spectacle, the entrances, the Undertaker coming out, Sting coming out. To be honest, I would love to have Sting come out from the sky, but then you think about what happened with Owen Hart. So I don't know if plus, w would, plus would want to do an entrance like that. You're yeah. in a stadium. It's a little different. There's no uh, rafters oh, like, true, uh, like an arena. Oh, true, true. You come out from like a, a plane or something or like a blimp. Uh, oh, what, like, know, Char- be... like Charlotte's helicopter gimmick? Yeah, it could be dangerous, though. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. think... I like. But both of them are going to have cool what? entrances. I would book it like Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar, but not the original Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Their their return match about three years ago at WrestleMania. What, the two-minute one? <laughs> no, it wasn't two minutes. Uh, no, which one? <laughs> the two-minute one was the original one. Yeah. yeah okay. No, when they actually had a full match at WrestleMania, it was a 15-minute match between Lesnar and It seemed a lot and, less than uh, that because it was just beat down, beat down, beat down, beat down, beat down, beat down. back and forth, and yeah. uh, they, each, they each looked good. And in the end, uh, who won that match? Wow. <laughs> Was a good, go- I think Lesnar. Yeah, Lesnar won in the end at thirty three. What happened at thirty three? Remind me now. I was there in person, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember it being a really good match. But it was like at the end of a really long show. Well, like, I mean, it, it was at WrestleMania thirty three. Yes, and uh, I was there see. live. I really enjoyed it. Okay, it was four, Lesner, okay. Le- no, it was, it was four, that. Minutes. four yeah. minutes and forty five seconds. Okay. Lesnar defeating Goldberg, uh, and yeah. it was basically nothing. It was just beat down, beat down, beat down, and it was nothing. But at the time, okay. though, I did what it, what I said about the match was that that was perfectly booked. Mm-hmm. At the time, that was perfectly booked because that might be a little they didn't short to do for anything else. Undertaker. Maybe give it 10, 15, 10 minutes. Yeah, but like really, like build it up, like. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. And certainly, the entrances will be longer than the match, but I, I could see I could see them doing something. No, they, they, the, only, the only issue that I'm that I'm worried about is like, is this going to be the final nail in the coffin for WCW? It's WrestleMania. Undertaker rarely loses at WrestleMania. Is Vince going to just have like? Take or destroy Sting and be like, okay, haha, WWE is the Monday Night War winner. Uh, I mean, somebody has to win, right? Yeah, someone has to win. They're not going to go to a draw, right? I, personally, I so, would prefer Sting to win because, like, like Undertaker's done it all already. Give the victory to Sting. For Come me, on. it's like, who? What does it matter at this point for those two? Like, I, I mean, Sting already lost is, his one WrestleMania match against the, against Triple H. So okay. Let him have a victory at WrestleMania. Decent, decent argument, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, when you when we usually break down matches and results and and look forward, we're we're kind of you know seeing where are we coming from, where are we going? Does this make sense? Does that help this person? Does that hurt this person? And uh, you know, for this, obviously, it's just a spectacle of one night. So, you know, w- w- it doesn't necessarily matter who wins or loses in that match. I think the fans win just, you know, like yourself or myself, we're going to watch, like, you know, the entrances, as you call it. You know, th- th- that'll be their, their you know, pop for the night. That'll be their pop for the match. Uh, you know, whether Sting wins or Undertaker wins, I don't think it'll I be. I think if they don't do it now, it's really like. Oh, yeah, yeah no, for sure. And then I mean, for, WrestleMania 46, they come out they, with their, well, yeah, with their with, walkers. With their, with their walkers, walkers, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Taker practically has a walker at this point. So, you know, it's like he's been doing better. I yeah, mean, Sting's uh, older, but he's in better, he's in better condition. Oh, no doubt. I mean, uh, Sting, obviously, 
don't forget, I mean, Sting in many ways after WCW, yeah, he had impact, right? But, you know, impact was not something that was necessarily week in, week out. Yeah, but he, he had a lot month of tough in, matches out. there with Abyss, with Kurt Angle. Well, my point is that he had AJ time style. in between the matches. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like uh, Raw, SmackDown, uh, WrestleMania, where it's like go, 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 go every every month, every week, every you know few times per week. It was impact, right? So it was like once a month, twice a month. Uh, so it was uh, obviously something that allowed him to, to, to continue as well and stay in decent shape compared to the undertaker uh who you know for for many years was still active on a on a weekly basis uh, obviously in in more recent years he's he's gone down to once or twice a year or you know max three four times a year type of guy but uh you know at the time you know taker was still going week in and week out while while sting wasn't so i last year was the first time taker did not have a wrestlemania match That's right. since i think wrestlemania 19 uh yeah i think that was it so you know it's but nonetheless that's once a year right he he fights he has an entire year to get better and then fights again so you know uh sting it was a you know once or twice a month and then had time to to heal uh you know imagine if he he was in the wwe at the time he may not have reached you know even that match with seth rollins because his body might have broke down well before it so you know it's hard to say you know uh, why uh you know sting would be in better shape but it's probably something along those lines that allowed the 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 length of his career to go go, go much longer and therefore he'll have to you know i think that both of them have enough uh you know experience that They'll know how to highlight the positive and hide the negative, and mm. uh, and therefore will come out of that match and say, "Wow, that was fun." You know, how do we I mean? know it won't be another Goldberg taker situation. Well, don't hit your head on the on the door on the way out. Mm. That that's basically <laughs> because I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it was, right? I mean, yeah. the guy, the guy, the guy was knocked himself out and had a concussion and didn't know where he was in the ring, and therefore couldn't hold Taker up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, don't hit your head on the way out (laughs) it's also like there's there's very few dream matches left like uh this has been like a a dream match that's that's been for so many years a lot of the dream matches that we that we dreamt about already already happened there's not that many dream matches for me like sting versus john cena is still a dream match for me if that could ever happen but there's not that many dream matches that haven't already taken place i don't know i think with the revival of the wrestling business you know there's going to be a whole new whack of uh of uh dream matches Mm -hmm. that that if people who are big elsewhere eventually come to the WWE and some of these people are still around, then you have a whole new batch of them. Uh, Cody versus Triple H, <laughs> you know, like that would be awesome. <laughs> you know, like I, I would, I would see that. And uh, I mean, there's, there's some others that we could obviously pull out. You know, the Young Bucks uh, could have a series of, of uh, you know, dream matches in the WWE. Uh, you know, so there, but I mean, from like the old times, there, like, oh, okay, well, the, yeah, because a lot of them you know, already happened, and it's like. Yeah, well, Undertaker. It was like the biggest one that never took place. The the Monday Night Wars are over twenty years ago, right? So, you know, and how could we still be talking about this in twenty twenty? Because that's the world of professional wrestling, man. That's that's exactly what it is. You know, they keep uh, you know sticking around and um, and 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 showing up week in and week out, uh, and and therefore on the show every year. I mean, uh, Triple H, the same thing. Uh, you know, there's plenty of guys who have been around for that long, and uh, so you know. It's, 
I'm sure a lot of people will be looking forward to Undertaker and Sting if it does happen at WrestleMania or any other events. Uh, you know, this nostalgia factor itself will be something that we all want to see. So uh, we'll definitely hope that uh, we get to see that this year at WrestleMania. Coming up next, another star from the Monday Night War era, Goldberg, issuing a challenge. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain, and you're listening to Main Event Radio. This is the Nature Boy Ric Flair. You're listening to Main Event Radio, live in Montreal. This is Eric Bischoff, and you are listening to Main Event Radio. Hey, everybody. This is Anthony Corelli here, formerly known as Antino Morella, who are listening to Main Event Radio. This is Pete Gass, formerly of the Dean Street Posse, and you're listening to Main Event Radio. It's that young go-hard, your TNA X Division champion, DJZ, and you are listening to Main Event Radio. Ba-ba-ba-ba! Yes, this is Broken Matt Hardy, and you are listening to Main Event Radio. I find it absolutely delightful, yeah. I am iconic! Last week, I watched the Royal Rumble pay-per-view with my boy, and uh, it just wasn't incredible, dude. It was downright inspiring. And it did a couple things. It not only entertained me, but it got me thinking. And, and what it also did was it gave me that itch again. Now, I know the usual suspect, Brock Lesnar, my old pal, has his hands full with Ricochet and Drew McIntyre coming for the WWE Championship. But what about the Universal Championship? Now, everybody knows my time as Universal Champion was all too short. And let's... You know, let's be honest, I never got a rematch. So, I may be making a massive mistake, but you don't get anywhere in life by playing it safe, and everybody knows that I like to meet a challenge head on. So, we interrupt this broadcast for an important message from Firefly Funhouse News. Newsbreak. Yowie wow, and welcome to a special broadcast of Firefly Funhouse News. Now, breaking news out of SmackDown is William Goldberg is reportedly thinking about challenging The Fiend for the Universal Championship. (laughs) Oh, Billy. (laughs) But that's bad news for Bill because the word on the street is that he accepts. There you go. Bill Goldberg uh, challenging the WWE Universal Champion Bray Wyatt to a match at Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia, February the 27th from the International Arena at the Boulevard Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Oh, my. Goldberg, man. Another thing I would never have expected in 2020 to still have Goldberg as an active competitor going for the... One of the world championships of Dart of E, the Universal Championship, and uh, that being held by, by Bray Wyatt. You know, I was watching this the other day, and I was like, wow, this this kind of reminds me of, like, I don't know, back in the day where you're just randomly putting up this promo because it's just for the house show. <laughs> like It was a great segment, though. It, I, no, I, it, I enjoyed it. it. I, did. I mean, yeah. this whole match, like, I'm not going to bitch is, about it, Bra- and I'm it's not going to put it, it over. It's rare that you have a character that's both funny and scary at the same time. Oh, don't get me and wrong. And Bray yeah. Wyatt blends those two 
traits very, very well. And Goldberg just like his regular tough SOB self. And it's going to be a good match. It's going to be interesting. I don't know if it's going to be a good match, but it's going to be an interesting match uh, between be- Goldberg and Bray Wyatt. And I got to say, I was wrong about Wyatt. Not that long ago, I was saying that he was just holding up space in the company and that he should be let go. This reinvention that he had, uh, that he has been undergoing the last few months as the Fiend and the great, great match that he had against Bray Wyatt at the Royal Rumble, the strap match, which I truly enjoyed. Like he's taken things to another level and certainly deserved to be the 2019 Main Event Radio Wrestler of the Year. And I think uh, a victory over Goldberg is going to just continue to to bring him up to that next level, which which the victory over Bray Wy- uh, over uh, Daniel Bryan has already taken him to another level. Now beating Goldberg, like this unstoppable force from another era, is going to help Bray Wyatt uh, to get to that. Well, like It feels like there's been a glass ceiling that's been hard to get past for a lot of upper mid-carders, as you alluded to Braun Strowman last, last week, who just, it just seems like he's never going to get past that level. We've had many guys like Dolph Ziggler, uh, who are all the names that have, that have been the last few years that just never never truly broke through that level. And I feel like Bray Wyatt, the way they're building him, the way they're treating him, and the, and the way that his character is right now, uh, he's, he's jet-zoned into that that next next level of, of superstardom. And I think this match with Goldberg, of course, Goldberg will look great. He'll do the spear. He'll do the jackhammer. But in the end, Bray Wyatt will actually get the victory over William Goldberg, as he referred to him as. I mean, don't get me wrong. I obviously love The Fiend. I've, I've put him over for the past year here on the show, so I still love him, still love what he's doing. Uh, but you should work for the uh, WWE marketing department, Ryan, because this match is a glorified house show match <laughs> that, uh, you know, Goldberg, you're surprised that Goldberg's still an active competitor going for a title in 2020. Listen, for millions of dollars for five minutes, he's going to show up. You know, like, oh, you who do you, like, this is, like, Saudi Arabia is like, wow, the Fiend's like one of the biggest guys, and we can still pay for Goldberg, and we can't get Yokozuna, so let's go go ahead Come and get on, Goldberg. Uh, and it's, it's, still, it's still Goldberg. It's they still, would book Randy Goldberg. Savage if they could. It's not like he's coming out there out of shape. He's in like he's in tremendous condition. I know he, he is. I know he is, yeah. but it's just still, not, it means nothing in the long term. It means nothing. For Bray Wyatt, it will. If he gets a victory over Goldberg, it will mean something. I don't know. To me, it doesn't. But uh, it, 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 and I'm, I'm a fan of The Fiend. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I'm looking forward to whatever else they do with The Fiend. But, uh, you know, it ultimately is a glorified house show. Uh, and, and we've seen that show in and show out in Saudi Arabia. People get excited uh, for, for the matchups because, you know, as you just pointed out, you have a whole build and you can do all this and, and talk all about and all these angles and put it into this video package and people get excited for it. But at the end, what is like often said when we come out of a, of a Saudi Arabia show, never mind whatever controversies, laws and politics. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what happened. What do we say often when we come out of that show that it was a glorified house show? People are disappointed. People are, you know, <laughs> not, not really enjoying it uh they were like you know ultimately just saying what was that and so they personally i like house shows so no, no but it's a glorified house show i if you like a house show fine no problem but what does it mean in the long term and and yeah it's, it's a just, spot it's, show. i would call it a glorified a, spot show you know what it is it's, it's another it's another uh frame on the, on the wall for 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 bray white that's all it is it's a frame on the wall like all those frames that are on the wall with the crosses, 
of 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 those he's taken out before, uh, you know, Mick Foley's and and so on and so forth. That's what it is. It's just another one for for him and uh, and if yeah, but Foley if, and Lawler, he and Kane, he just attacked them. He didn't actually have matches. This is actually going to be a match with with Goldberg. Yeah, he'll still put him on the wall, and then they'll forget about it, right? <laughs> like that's what's going to happen. Uh, so it, any uh, chance of Goldberg winning? I, I you know I would laugh my butt off. And going, that, they could have the Battle of the Spears or WrestleMania. I would laugh my butt Roman off. Reigns and Goldberg. Oh, I'd laugh my butt off. <laughs> Off. They would boo that out of the not in Saudi stadium. Arabia. They would no in the stadium in, at WrestleMania. North America, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll boo. They'll boo that out of the water. No, but against Reigns, he might actually get cheered. Yeah, he'll get cheered, yeah. and then he'll get speared, and then he'll get booed. <laughs> you know, the like battle. That, of the, come on, even if it's a non-title match, the battle like, of the Roman Reigns and, and Goldberg will be a good one. Please don't. That'll be my bathroom break <laughs> for WrestleMania. I'm telling you. <laughs> the battle of the for spears. me though like if they actually do undertaker sting uh i'd be it, it yeah, would be a match that i would that i nostalgia. would nostalgia i'm there for see. the nostalgia yeah. i'll watch that i'll watch that from beginning to really end. goldberg reigns i think is the best match they can do for know. reigns Listen, i'm no, not a reigns not for fan. a title not that's for what a, it is not I'm, for a title just the battle of the spears so he loses and then goes and faces reigns of mania yeah and then loses to reigns oh okay yeah i mean that's the best usage for him right now like the He's at the level. I don't know. Of, Are they going to? He's put, at the level of like superstar that it doesn't matter if he loses to Bray Wyatt, loses to Roman Reigns. It's okay. Like, in that scenario, what do you do yeah. with Wyatt then? Find him another challenger. Yeah. Well, have to, who, why? Thing, why is Roman Reigns pigeonholed to go because for Bray Wyatt's built, championship? Because they've been doing it since October. The Royal Rumble winner no longer matters. I know that. <laughs> I Roman know that. Reigns is, didn't win the Rumble. He's still getting a title. I know shot. that. Well, I mean, there's always somebody else that needs to get a title shot, right? You only get one winner out yeah, of the Charlotte's Rumble, going right? for the NXT Championship, but, so two other women who didn't even win the Rumble are also going for WrestleMania. The woman, of course, shot. yeah. So you're obviously yeah. going to have matches. No, the Royal Rumble is still a great match. I love the match as it was booked this year with with Lesnar winning. I mean, with Lesnar's dominant performance and Drew McIntyre winning, but ultimately, like the Royal Rumble is not the same value as it once was. I mean, ultimately, they've been pushing uh, Reigns back again, unfortunately, towards that picture. So, you know, that's the the long-term thing that they just keep doing over and over and over again. So, uh, you know, that's unfortunate. But <laughs> hey, uh, I don't want to see him face Goldberg, though. <laughs> I do. I don't. I don't know if, uh, but I, I want Bray Wyatt to retain the championship. It's that's at super showdown. That's for sure. Uh, they're still doing Elimination Chamber, by the way. Elimination Chamber is taking place uh, March the eighth <laughs> from Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Center. No matches announced as of yet, but I'm sure they'll do the Elimination Chamber matches. But to me, it's kind of like it's also pointless. At least less pointless of of. Uh, I mean, the 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 quote unquote what used to be the February pay per view is always useless, right? It, mm-hmm. It's been useless for years. But uh, you know now, at least they put it in like early March to avoid having to do something like roadblock, like they did they did for oh. a year or two. Like it was like another. It's always like mini the pre the, the, the pay per view right before WrestleMania, the pay per view right after WrestleMania are almost always like two of the worst pay per views of the year. Yeah, the one after yeah. WrestleMania is just all rematches. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, okay, well, we just saw the same match three weeks ago, and now you're just going to do your 50-50 booking, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that it's either that or even in the show before, it's, yeah, well, most people already know what's happening at WrestleMania. So they're like, well, whatever. It's going to be pretty obvious. Like, Reigns will end up winning the... Uh, Elimination Chamber and get a title match or something yeah. along those lines, you know. So you got it. it's it's uh, it's kind of obvious, and that's probably why the two of the pay per views are 
are the least popular. Also taking place in Saudi Arabia, February 27th at Super Showdown. Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet. Uh, <laughs> the New Day versus Miz and John Morrison for the SmackDown Tag Championships. Uh, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin yet again. That's right. Steel Cage match. And uh, Bailey against Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Man, that's a house show and a half. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, man. Like, I like at least this time it's kind of obvious that it's like, hey, this is a house show. Yeah, but it's uh, rare you see Goldberg on a house show. A glorified so house show. show. Yeah. Yeah. Glorified yeah. house show. Glorified. Or, or spot show, whatever whatever you want to call it. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of what it sounds like, so... I don't know about this. I'm. Uh, I'm not. As, I, it's not as exciting as uh, some of the other cards that they've done over there, for, for which me, which didn't is. deliver. By the way, they didn't deliver. Is. Maybe this one will over deliver, mm-hmm. and then we can say okay, a positive about. I it. I think this may be the, one of the best of the of the Saudi shows, which which like you said isn't saying much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We'll have more previews for it as as the weeks go on. You're listening to Main Event Radio. Ryan Ryder, Steve Rockamaniac. For over 15 years, we've been talking all the latest and greatest in professional wrestling. If it's got an acronym, we likely talk about it here on main event radio uh we were we mentioned uh, wrestlemania 33 with uh, Bro- with brock lesnar and goldberg i just had a, a random thought from that pay-per-view event do you remember the randy orton bray wyatt match no there was like graphics on the ring oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah it was like so weird that match that was horrible. Yeah, I would much rather see the current bray wyatt as in his form as he is today against randy orton like that was like bray wyatt's uh creative genius not being filtered mm-hmm. like this guy ha- is a creative such a genius weird match. it's like there was graphics yeah. in the ring and they were reacting yeah to the they graphic. were that was his you know not being i don't filtered. know how it came out on tv but i was i was watching it live yeah, yeah no, it, it was it was horrible on tv trust me it was yeah. really horrible it made no sense at all but uh you know when when, when we talk about vince russo right vince russo whether you like him or hate him you know it, a lot of people say some of his best ideas came out because it got filtered through Vince McMahon, right? And, and the best was when it was Vince McMahon, Vince Russo, and Jim Cornette. Yeah. Then you have the the new school view of Russo at the time. New school. Now yeah, it's yeah. been out a little late. Now it's not so new school anymore. The old school view of Jim Cornette, and then the filtered of the filter through Vince McMahon. The three of them yeah. in, in charge of creative. That was the best time in my and opinion. I, and I feel like that match that that you're talking about was like creative not being filtered. Like they overthought it and they said, okay, let's try to see if we can do this thing and 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 have people really freak out about it. And it was like just horrible. Instead, people were like, what the hell is this? And why are we like projecting an image into the middle of the screen and then selling it? Like they they were like freaking out about. It. They're selling an image. Mm-hmm. Like you're selling an image that is being projected onto the ring mat. Like no, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's just not going to work. Yeah. Uh, so you know they they overthought that one. I think I feel and, and and luckily this has been the the fiend that has been treated in a special way that uh, has really been able to flourish compared to that. And uh, you know maybe that was the preliminaries to eventually coming to what where we're at now. But uh, yeah, that was that was a horrible match. I did not want to remember that one. <laughs> WrestleMania weekend, not uh, not too far away. The first weekend of April. It's going to be here before you know it. On the Friday night, TNA is doing a special event, No Place Like Home. A lot of uh, superstars or whatever you want to call them coming back for one night only. Chris Sabin, Wildcat Chris Harris, Scott Steiner, Disco Inferno will be in the house. Uh, As will. Who else? Most likely. Vince Russo. That's what. <laughs> and. 
Dixie Carter? <laughs> yes. Yes. So it's like they're, they're bringing they're bringing I'm about all to go on a rant back. on wrestling websites in a second. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> like because some some big names coming back for this uh, this special event. I'm really looking forward to uh, to no place like home. I, I, to be honest, like right now, the the hype for this event is like almost as high as WrestleMania itself. PD Williams also on the show. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, Aces and eights. Uh, Ken Anderson and, and D'Lo Brown. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, like you said, t- speaking of like glorified house shows or whatever it is. Oh yeah, that, it's going to be a fun show though. It's like a reunion, a little reunion. Yeah, that, there's show. a nice nostalgia factor yeah. there. I mean, uh, TNA at, in 2005 was like you know one of the top products mm-hmm. in in the wrestling world. So um, may have been one one of my favorite eras, if not my favorite era of wrestling, mm-hmm. the 2005 to 2008 uh, mm-hmm. run of, of TNA. But you know what pissed me off this week is, is is these websites who who want to talk about that and and just be like, oh well, Impact Wrestling. This is their exact headline: Impact Wrestling talking to Vince Russo and Dixie Carter to try to show as if like uh, it, it's just clickbait, of course, because it's like it, they're they're trying to trick people into thinking like they're tr- thinking about bringing back Dixie Carter and Vince Russo full time and then uh, everyone's like it's a reunion like, show it's a reunion I know that yeah. but it, it the way they they present their clickbait this week everyone was like freaking out and thinking like oh my god they're talking to the what the hell is wrong with them <laughs> did they lose their mind They've at been, this point they could try anything come on they got to right, why would you go back to Dixie Carter of all Russo, people Russo, right Russo, not, I mean even Russo, like if I had to rank which one was worse you going back to Dixie Carter worse than Vince Russo because there would be no TNA if not for Dixie Carter I'm not saying and a lot of the great I'm not moments would not have happened without, I'm not saying without, otherwise without Russo a lot of the great moments would have never happened I'm not saying elsewhere yeah. otherwise however the downfall is thank you to her as well so I'm not him he was gone I'm not blaming him the downfall is thanks to her and her poor minute her, her poor uh, business management of the company. Uh, I mean I think that's been well documented uh, it's but, easy to be an armchair quarterback uh, Numbers don't lie. Nobody would not have happened if not. Numbers, numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. So that's what it is. They, we saw that uh, the books were. I remember the first reaction by Anthem Sports and Entertainment. I know what one of their first reactions was when they got the books. Okay, because I knew people working for the company at the time. Uh, I knew what their first reaction was when they opened the books and started looking through it. They were like, "What the hell is this garbage?" We had no idea it was this bad. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap! But this was like a like, whole. This was a whole different time. And, 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 it, it was what five, seven years ago, five years even, ago. Not even. Like not even exactly. But her her management led to that, right? And so, it but was like anyways, year, this it was, was like a rant about ago. websites like when three we started. Years, it was like but, three or four years ago. Was, yeah, but uh, you know, at, at, when we started, this was a rant about websites with their stupid, like you know, clickbait mm-hmm. as if they were going to come back full time. No, they're talking about them for that one night, and I, and so you know, people were all freaking out and getting mad at the websites be, because of it. And I don't blame them because it's quite annoying uh, to have uh, stupid articles like that out, and then and then <laughs> and then have people think, oh, you know the. Dixie Carter's coming back. Like I had, I had someone text me who you know was kind of like not that knowledgeable, but saw the article and is like, "Hey, is Dixie Carter coming back? Are you serious?" I would uh, love to see Dixie as a like manager in WWE. Yeah, like that'd, a be Vicky style that'd be manager. fine. That'd be fine. 
Yeah. Like as not a, a general manager, like a yeah, yeah. manager. No, 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 but that's that's fine if you want to put her on air yeah. because just with the the history behind it, it's it I would have no problem like, with that. Put her that. with Samoa Joe or something. <laughs> just just yeah. keep her away from the book and from the business, please. Like, you know, she 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 wants to play on air, no problem. But uh keep her away from the yeah. book. Mike Tanay was also invited for the TNA No Place Like Home reunion, but it, it seems like he will not be be appearing like since since retiring uh, today has not really made any appearances at all one of the greatest voices ever in, in the industry i would i would have liked to see him get a little run in nxt or wwe something i mean every everybody's retirement is different uh you know some some like to continue working quote unquote doing uh you know so, uh, involved in in whatever they may have been involved in but others like just to completely fall off the radar and enjoy their retirement and i guess today is one of those did guys. him and don west do one final event together or was it don west and and jeremy borash I mean, what, when you say one final event together, like, like did they ever? Like they Don, did do Don, a pay per view. Yeah, I, like do I think Don West came back to do a like a slam anniversary, but it, I think it was with Jeremy. Oh, Borash. after the fact, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they, okay, so you mean yeah. like after? He never, he, after like, uh, I think he, he just, I think he just has okay. a bad taste in his mouth by the way by the way he was treated at the end. Maybe for everything he did for the for the organization, but this is like a reunion show. See your friends and reminisce about the good times. Mike Denay, I think I, I would like him to be there. And even to announce it, if they're doing a live stream online, have Mike Tenay there. Speaking of uh, former Impact uh, TNA stars, EC3 has not been seen in uh, on Raw or SmackDown <laughs> since November 2019. Jumper of the year. <laughs> unfortunately, really unfortunately. Uh, Chris back Jericho posting on his social media a picture of him and EC3 together uh, with tagging uh, AEW Wrestling. So can we see Ethan Carter III going to AEW this year? Well, first off, you know, coming off our rant of, of uh, you know, poor headlines in, in professional wrestling, uh, uh, you know, this is not the first time Jericho has done that. He's, they, you know, had photos posted up like that. Is this that. just going to get, like, EC3 to make him more of a enhancement talent uh, now because of this Maybe. Uh, who who was it that posted the private, uh, not the private party, um, but the, the private party ripoff guys uh, <laughs> from, from Raw hanging out with AEW guys? Anyways, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it, it EC3, if he somehow gets out of his contract, yeah, of course he'll go there. I mean, he'll go there, and and you know whether he joins the inner circle or whether he does something else, whatever. Him and MJF, like MJF is is quite similar yeah. to EC3. That's my concern, but maybe the two of them could be a tag team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it'll work. I mean, anybody who's going to leave the WWE, you know, good chance that they'll end up there. I mean, we might have Luke Carper debut sometime Matt Hardy, soon. Matt Hardy will probably be the leader yeah. of the Dark Order. It's possible as well. So you know, it's 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 quite obvious that. There's a large amount. EC3 is on that list of talent who have not been used well at all. And if they can get out of their contract and creatively want to be free, they'll they'll go whether it be to Ring of Honor, New Japan, AEW, uh, MLW. Or is he just going to use uh, this to get a higher paid contract? <laughs> <laughs> that too, uh, you know. Maybe, it, maybe, it's a gimmick. Really, maybe, yeah, it's maybe a gimmick. Maybe it's a gimmick. Maybe out, maybe so. no, but well, not not. Yeah, no, I wasn't talking Either about way, the Jericho, he, but more maybe it's like, hey, maybe he accepted the fact that I'm just gonna sit here and get paid. Like it's okay. I made it to. I can say I work for the WWE. You know, like it's like a Ryder and Hawkins thing. Like you know, I watch their their YouTube videos sometimes, and. 
I remember, I remember the SummerSlam one. It's unbelievable they're still there. Yeah. But like I remember WCW used to have hundreds of guys under contract at a time. Yeah. And like not, half of them would be paid to sit at yeah, home. Yeah. And, and, and WWE would criticize that. Yeah. Now they're doing the same thing. That's it. it They've turned into WCW in many ways. Like their, one, their videos in Toronto for SummerSlam. Okay. Like they go to the arena and then like it cuts to oh we're not booked tonight so we're just leaving <laughs> like oh so they flew them to toronto yeah. and, and made them come to the event paid their hotels whatever yada yada etc etc yeah okay they got to film their videos but ultimately they were being brought there for nothing and uh you know so you could say the same thing about ec3 man like you know yeah but even even like things like like these are these are things that george barrios and michelle wilson were not happy about like spending money left and right on on different and i know you you said you agree on wrestlers getting paid big big money contracts with the tv deals but like i saw a house show advertised i think maybe it was for alberta or saskatchewan a four-on-four tag match at a house show Mm-hmm. So you're flying in eight guys and having them all in that same yeah, match. Yeah. Like you can you can turn this into three matches yeah, or four matches yeah. and and flying the same amount of guys. Absolutely, that's yeah. uh, something. I mean, they used to talk about more back in the day yeah. than they do now. I think it's a great point. Um, you know, they I remember uh, you know hearing rants like that about uh, you know how the house shows were were booked because don't forget they used to have A, B, and C, right? Mm-hmm. So they had the A show, the B show, and C show all running on the same day. Which, which, I, which I'm surprised they're not doing today. Not, they, they're not making any money. Yeah. They can't. They, they, that's why it's like okay. They you have, have enough stars on the roster that they can be booking four shows a night, five shows. A oh, night they could, but they'll be losing day. money. Like they, they, at that it, point, it, you know, they're 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 paying. Don't forget, they'll pay the guy either way, right? Yeah. So they'll well, they have pay, the downside guarantee, and then they get so, paid. Yeah, but you know, like they'll pay that guy, but then they also got to pay the venue. They also got to pay the, this. They got to pay that. They got to pay this. They got to pay that, and they're going to have a fifteen hundred people there paid. Yeah. Right, and they're not going to make their cover. They're not going to cover what it costs them to run the show. So it costs them less to have them just sit at home and not do a house show. So uh, you know, and that's what Vince McMahon wants. He wants to explain possibly globally. That's what apparently him and and Michelle and uh, and and Barrios were not agreeing on. Uh, like you know, the structure going forward uh, that you know maybe they're losing their 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 monopoly, so to speak, and uh, you know. Maybe they're going to do some sort of, you know, territorial expansion again and and try to have, you know, these NXT UKs that go all over the countries, uh, NXT Canada, Japan, all these places that you're going to have like kind of a WWE territorial system going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and they want to lock down as many as many talents as possible to try to bring back their monopoly. So, you know, that seemingly is something that they're going to be you know, looking at uh, and bringing down house shows at the same time because they're not worth it to them right now. And until uh, attendance goes up, uh, you know, it's probably going to continue to be the same, which is another win for the wrestlers in in certain ways because some of them, you know, uh, don't have to uh, spend so much time on the road. Well, they're some certainly the- giving a lot more time off than they used to. Thanks to thanks to AEW, that that yeah. was a good a positive impact on mm-hmm. the on the company and the the, the industry. Mm-hmm. Coming up, uh, we've got an update on what's going on with Rusev right now and which wrestler Brock Lesnar surprisingly wants to work with. This is Main Event Radio. Ryan Ryder, Steve Rockamaniac, Main Event Radio on Twitter. Just wanted to mention that Brock Lesnar really enjoyed working with Ron the Truth Killings, our truth wants to do more with him in the future. 
I made him laugh. You know, he was put into a situation where they normally would have never crossed paths, and ultimately they did. He made him laugh clearly. So you know, he <laughs> made me laugh. He, he enjoyed he enjoyed that. And uh, when Brock Lesnar wants to put people over, he could put people over. So you know, it. it I, I some story came out this week about how Brock Lesnar, because um, Raw was almost canceled due to the um, snowstorm. Recently, a little snow. Wow, you know? uh, yeah. an inch don't, of snow. Don't, the don't city get, is shut don't down. Me, don't get me started on that. Okay, <laughs> don't get me started because I'll end up on a rant for a long I time hear it. I about hear how it. we're you know twenty years ago we didn't care about thirty centimeters and we still went to school, uh, oh. but now now you close down the school a day in advance because you might think that there might be snow coming. Okay, but a snowstorm in Montreal is different than a snowstorm in Seattle. Come on. Well, yeah, but no, okay, no, but I can defend Seattle though at the same time because I've been to, to Victoria, which is just north of it, right? And they don't have they don't have snow plows. It's the end of the world. What, what little they, drop of snow? The yes, cars are off yeah, the no, road. You should see Victoria. They, they have nothing. It's the end of the world. They start driving into poles. <laughs> They don't have they don't have like plows. So if it snows like two centimeters, the city is paralyzed. So I, I anyways like. Raw was almost canceled, so uh, and and so a story like came out about how last time that happened, Brock Lesnar bought out a bar for a night so that all the wrestlers who were in town can just go and drink, since the show was canceled. So <laughs> great story from Brock Lesnar. When he wants to be cool with people, he will. So that's probably where this this uh, this rumor comes out of. Yeah. Okay, there's that, and uh, Rusev. He hasn't been a- appearing for a few weeks. He's actually in a contract dispute right now. Uh, in negotiations, uh, whether he's going to re-sign or, or go elsewhere. Now, what do you, there's think, a what guy. do you think is going to happen with Rusev? There's a guy working for the money right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's gonna, not the only one. This is the time. This, yeah, is, yeah, this yeah. is the time to he's negotiate smart. contracts. He knows that, like, you know, the interest is there. He knows that, you know, people want to see him go there. So he knows he can use this. I mean, Edge did it. Right, so if Edge did it, of course Rusev's doing it. Like literally, like Edge talked to the AEW about coming back. So <laughs> it's like, of course Rusev's going to do this. It makes sense. Get the money while you can, man. Great, good for you. You know, I hope I hope he gets it. That's what he deserves. Yeah, I, I, he can be used so much better than he has. I mean, look how over Rusev Day was, and they just kind of didn't support it. They just kind of let it be. It was a fan movement, and then the, the company didn't get behind that fan movement like they did with the yes chance and, and everything else. So, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, he gets that uh, that payday that he deserves. XFL relaunching this weekend. Initial thoughts, Steve? Uh, you know, obviously we'll be getting into it more over the next few weeks. Uh, you know, when we see the ratings, when we see um, the – you know, trends as well in terms of like, you know, are they able to retain their audience? Obviously, we saw in the launch back in, uh, in, in many years ago, the first week was great, but then, you know, obviously there was big declines every week. So it's too early to talk about whether this will be a success or not. We'll need to wait a couple of weeks. That being said, uh, was very well received yesterday. Um, I like the fact that they didn't really incorporate pro wrestling at all. They tried to keep it a serious product. They have come up with a bunch of uh, new aspects to to pro football that are interesting and and have been well received. Uh, some of the rules that uh, they they put in, uh, it was actually uh, very interesting. Well, they I, wanted I, they wanted to make it a faster game. Yeah, and 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 I mean, 
some of the rules that that they've brought in are are things that I I would like to see in the, in the NFL, but at the same time, I like the uh, the the alternatives. Uh, you know, having the refs mic'd up is really cool because when they get in the huddle and they're trying to make a decision about uh, about a penalty, you know, when you're watching the NFL, you want to know what the I'm hell. I'm sure thinking. NFL will will copy. That. Yeah, that. It's like, you know, you want to know what the hell were you thinking when you called that penalty, right? So then you get to kind of see them talking about it. I like that. Um, the two or three point option instead of the kick, one point, cool. They well, actually have one, two, or three. Yeah, one, two, or three, but I don't want to see that in the NFL per se. Well, it uh, makes a difference. At least it makes it, a difference for XFL. I want to see the, the kick still kick. available, yeah. though. I want to see yeah. the kick still available. But if the kick but is then available, have, they're just going to go for the kick for the one pointer for the. No, but you, and still have the two or three, mm-hmm. you know, and and but uh, you know, and yeah, but yeah, one I, thing, I I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. So you can do the two point conversion, or you can go for a three point conversion. But yeah, and yeah. but one of the things that I really like uh, that I hope the NFL adapts right away is the kickoff uh, structure. I mean, uh, they so much safer. I mean, we're coming off of an Aaron Hernandez. We're coming off it's, of It's interesting. Of all these where things. XFL, the original XFL yeah. 2001, tried to make it tougher and like yeah, more yeah, yeah. high impact. And it's like the players it's were getting concussions left opposite. and right. Now they're trying to yeah. protect. Like the, literally, their kickoff was the con- concussion the inducing yeah. the first time. Oh my God. So this time they said, let's go complete opposite. And with the Aaron Hernandez, with the CTE, with this and all that in, in the headlines, uh, they did a complete opposite where it's so much safer now uh, with. With this kickoff structure, so um, exciting football for that matter too. Uh, they they had some stars come out of of, of their first games, uh, and you know the attendance was very good. Um, but obviously, we'll need first to see. Week. First well, week, yeah, then. we'll need to see what happens second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth week. You know, obviously, we have twelve weeks to go. Um, but uh, the XFL so far are celebrating their victory from yesterday. So we'll see what happens. Um, and uh, it was some in- in interesting and exciting football. So uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to check it out yesterday, check it out today. You'll see. Um, it's airing on ABC, ESPN, Fox, and TSN here in Canada. So very good TV partners. The one positive that so far has come out in terms of um, financials or anything like that, obviously they're ready to lose hundreds of million do- millions of dollars over the next couple of years if need be. Um, you know, coming off of the AAF disaster, that is something you have to expect. First news out of yesterday, already in, you know, within this first season, they've already sold more tickets than the AAF did in, the, in their entire run as that, well. That's a positive so, sign. You know, it's a good it's a good sign to start with. We'll see though, really, what happens next week and the week after. That's going to be the most important part because whatever audience they got. This week, whether or not they can maintain them. And I think they did a very good job yesterday to try and retain these people for the weeks to come. This was a serious product. This was not a wrestling product. This was not, you know, them even talking about pro wrestling. They didn't. I think they played the Undertaker dong once as part of like hype music. Besides that, it wasn't like this is the XFL. You know, it wasn't that. Certainly so. different than, than yep. the first time around. Yep. Um, a few Twitter and email reactions from Jason. He says, if you don't want to see Sting versus Taker at WrestleMania, then clearly you were born in 2000 and started watching WWE in the PG era. <laughs> well, hey, listen, match-wise, I don't want to see it. 
Entrance-wise, I want to see it. Definitely. And I was born in the 80s. Okay, buddy? <laughs> Masked Madness says, no, too late. I'd rather wonder what if than say that was awful like we did with Taker versus Goldberg. I'm very, very over the whole idea of part-timers having dream matches. I'm so done watching Goldberg, Undertaker, Triple H. I rolled my eyes so hard when Edge came back. I think that's a little harsh. That's I, a little I like harsh. See, I like to see the legends. Triple H and Edge can still go. So that's a little harsh. Like Taker Gold, Goldberg has his Goldberg moment. Yeah, but Goldberg was Goldberg ever a really good wrestler? It's the spear no, and the jackhammer. Yeah, Who's no. Next? But Goldberg was never a really good wrestler, right? It was yeah. just the hype of 190. Depends whatever. what you consider a wrestler to be. But yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay, it, it, fine, you know, fine. it was just like hit your spear, sports hit your jackhammer. Yes, absolutely. But uh, no, that's a little harsh because Edge and, and uh, Triple H could probably still really go and have a great match at, at, on uh, on a, a level like WrestleMania. So yeah. A little much. Enjoy XFL football. Enjoy pro wrestling. We'll be back next Sunday with another edition of Main Event Radio.